0: hi i'm aristotle full throttle I'm not wearing glasses today i did two auditions uh we're gonna i'm waiting for them to upload and while i wait for them to upload we're gonna do my show because waste not want not let's not spend any time wasting time spending time wasting time you know what i'm saying no no one impossible inconceivable thank you for be- being here guys uh i figure i'll just play guitar for you <laughs> That seems to be the new deal, right? Um, I'm now live on my channel. Cool, cool. Who's out there? Is there anybody listening? Hi. Say hi if you feel like talking. Otherwise, uh, I'm just going to jam. I'm just going to play guitar. Let me just move things around, get situated. (laughs) I literally just finished an audition. Actually... um, it's still uploading. In fact, I'm going to be watching the upload while I hang out here and play guitar, and then I'll I'll complete the submission. Uh, total and utter submission. Welcome. This is the part of the show where I tune my guitar. Just 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 make sure that I gotta forget. Okay, yeah. Once I do the... ow! Hit my heel again. That's the tradition. adjust this neck again how about that weather ain't that something it's raining here in new york actually just got interviewed too it's been a busy day On the other side. Well, you ever try to adjust your glasses when you're not wearing glasses? I do that. Look who it is. It's me. Messing around on guitar. Is this even out there? Oh, there I am. Let's see what it sounds like. I'm going (laughs) to... Oh. Well, you ever try to adjust your glasses when you're not wearing glasses? That sounds okay, right? Right? Okay. That's the E chord. You slide it up, it's kind of like an F sort of chord, but it's not really. F sharp. Oh, I saw a hippopotamus song today. Poe Dameron sang it. It was like... Well does the song go? It's a hippopotamus song. I saw it It was on. Is this Will's Instagram? Let me learn how to play that song for y'all. Uh, okay, it was a good song. It's a good song. Wait for this alarm to s- s- cancel. Um, I want to. I want to find that song for y'all because it was Poe Dameron. It was none other than Oscar Isaac singing this song. Uh, is this is. Let's see. I want to hear that song one more time so I can play it for you. It's the hippo song. It's a hippo song. It's about the hippopotamus. It's about the hippopotamus, about the he, the hippopotamus he says. The there it is. Oh <laughs> <Well, it's laughs> hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Look at me and Poe Dameron. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus, hippopotamus, That's a cool song. I think he may have made it up because I've never heard it before. Probably because it's not, uh, you know, it's catchy. Good good on you, Poe Damerins. song that's that's the relative minor F-, F. sort of yeah we'll say yeah we'll say okay yeah sure any requests i'm happy to play them otherwise uh, i'm not happy to play them i'm waiting for my audition to upload i just finished an audition moments ago And it's only 48% uploaded, so I figured I'd go live, and by the end of this hour, I will have done two things with one stone. Sound like. That's actually a cool way to end a song. Why not? Just go ahead and do that. Oh, L.H. Smith. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's very soft spoken sunning. Hey, Kelsdaline. You know this guy? Uh, I'll tell you why I don't wanna know where you are. I got a joke I've been dying to tell you. I kept it from you. pizza love. I don't want to do as the devil pleases? Give up the thing. guy was pretty good. Joe requests uh, anything from Foo Fighters, Pearl Jam, or R. I can't. The word got cut off. Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's a good song. It's called Funky Monks. You know, they are some funky monks. Let's tie that into a theme for today. It's story time with Raffi. I mean, Aristotle Full Throttle. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. had the, uh, the Red Hot to the pepper, They They sure were funky monks. I think they called themselves funky monks because they lived in a house when they recorded that in, like, Laurel Canyon in, uh, you know, the Los Angeles. And they, uh, they, they, like, basically said they didn't fight the whole time. They were there for four months recording that album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and they were, like... They were like monks. They just went to work on the music, and that's all they did for four months. And boy, oh boy, what a life that must be. You know what I'm saying? I actually did that with my band. We uh, lived in Canada for a couple months. And uh, we were funky monks. We were emo monks, though. There's a similar... uh, that's the Pearl Jam song. You know, that song, um, it's a song written by Jeff Amon, who, by the way, just tested positive for COVID, so the Pearl Jam had to cancel their Las Vegas show. Come on, Jeff Amon. Wear a mask. Come on, stay in that bubble, bro. You need to be a bubble bro. Let's be bubble bros. Jeff, me, and G, you know... It's funny because recently I was having this discussion with my friend, Keith, his name is Keith, but I just called him Keith just now. And uh, he and I were talking about uh, (laughs) some kid went up on stage and played drums at the Pearl Jam because Matt Cameron tested positive for the COVIDs. And then the kids like saved the day. And I said, that was like my fantasy as a kid. You know, I can play all the stuff for, for the, that band. I can play all the guitars and all the basses for all of the Pearl Jam songs, for the you know, the only good albums they had which were the first two and maybe the little bit of the third one. But I I always had, always had that dream. I was like, what if they were like, does there, is there a bassist in the house?" We need does, uh, Jeff is sick. We need a bass. Is there a bassist in the house who knows all the parts?" And I'd be like, "Oh me. Just Pearl Jam, why don't you call on uh, me." You know what I'm saying? I'd be like Yo, check me out. <laughs> uh, that would be fun. Jeff Amant is from Montana. This is only songs from Montana is where we're going to do today. It's just uh, Montanonians. Is it Montanonians? Because that sounds, or, or is it Martians? Because some parts of Montana that you, I don't know. No, Montana's the most beautiful state uh, in, in the in montana I, l- I do love montana it's very beautiful one of the, my favorite states to drive through is not montana montana is great it's a great vibe this is like lots, lots of granola you can mm. eat there and also people who are granola and in wyoming is beautiful you ever been to wyoming montanans oh that's boring <laughs> i'm kidding i love my montanans uh i love montanans in my wine and uh, a few of the well uh, let's see well, Eric Clapton so did Eric Clapton oh no that's terrible Eric Clapton's not from Montana Kelton lead. you gotta get he does not have a British accent because he's from Montana Kelton Lean says there's a hysterical podcast about Red Hot Chili Peppers hosted by Scott Stalkerman and Adam Scott you know I have this inability to say Stalkerman because every if you watched Comedy Bang Bang which was incredible Scott Aukerman's a genius Oh, I said it. <laughs> he never says his name right. Every time he's like, hi, I'm Slot Snockerman. And it would just say a different name at the bottom. Like like how I used to sign my homework in, in high school. No joke. No joke. In high school, when I turned in papers, I put like, because my name is Ari Dreyer. I would put like, Scary Mayor. Larry Sayer. Ari Dreyer. <laughs> I would literally write my name differently every single time. And uh, finally, halfway through my, like my senior year, one of my teachers was like, "What is what is going on, Larry? What?" And another teacher just kept calling me Larry for the rest of the year. She was a jerk. Uh, I did an interview today. Actually, I did an interview with this kid. His name's Aiden. He's got a he's a TikToker. His his TikTok is called Aiden. Please stop talking. And uh, that's the name of it this tiktok he's also gen z for change he's a kid he's a lot he's his tiny tiny child uh but he interviewed me for like georgetown university or harvard or something i don't know he was talking about uh privacy and advertising and, and being like you know i'm a i'm a dinfluencer a dimfluencer how about that you know words of wisdom do you uh, this is the show that i do every day and we just hang out and we play you know random songs but uh, he was asking about like privacy in that world and that whole thing. And it was interesting. He was asking me about also the UPS commercial that I'm in. He's like, tell me about when you learned about the UPS ad campaign. And I was like, well, they sent me an audition request to audition for a commercial. Cause I'm an actor. And he's like, okay. All right then. <laughs> but we took a different, we, it was a really good interview. The kid's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a smart kid. And, uh, you know, look out for it. It's a documentary, I guess, on privacy and um, privacy. Well, Ron, I'm Uncle Ron. I am in New York right now. I'm Uncle Ron. So is the background and everything. Not quite. This is just a sheet. I put the sheet up behind me because this is the the production value. My mom gave me this wonderful sheet. I should probably steam it. So there's not so much wrinkles on it, but this is what we're doing right now, because uh, this is what we can do. This is what we're doing. Hi, I'm Uncle Ryan. Welcome to the show. If you have any requests, let me know. I'm gonna just play some stuff. Chopping broccoli. There's a lady. There's no. There's all that glitter. Is that is gold. played stairway the other day usually if no one's here i'll start playing stairway until people show up but thank you for showing up and showing out uh so did let, let me just check out uh the comments here i don't need to squint i'm wearing contact lenses what am i doing what's up with you folks what's going on in your world is it raining where you are sure is raining in new york because april showers bring may showers bring june showers that's what happens here i noticed but you know right now in la i imagine it's clear and sunny like 99% of the time which you know it could be a drag Good. it's clear. Well, the, here's a the good thing. You don't feel guilty about not going outside on a clear and sunny day in LA. Because you're like, it's going to be that way tomorrow. <laughs> May you hop in the audio for a bit. You know what? I didn't wear my earphones. Hold on a second. Let's get... I'm still uploading my audition from before. It's at 84%. I'm ready. It was due two hours ago, which I did not... Was not mindful of. I thought it was due at 5.30 at my time, but it wasn't. It's not. It's due two hours ago, two and a half hours ago. Uh Saw a little snow this morning. That's cool. Let's see. Killeen wants to chat, so we're going to. And in the meantime, I'm going to also, I'm going to stare and squint at you. Hang on. Hang on, guys. This is great. This is great for audio, so you can listen to this as a podcast tomorrow. Uh, hang on, hang on. I don't know why my ear my AirPods aren't registering. Hold on. Is this choppy, or is this chopping broccoli? Here, Aristotle, play something on guitar while Aristotle does this other thing. Hang on. There it is. Is that it? No? I'm still trying to get my AirPods to work, Killeen. Hold on a second. You know... No, it's technology is the thing that promises you the world but delivers you maybe like a sandwich hold on a second what it's not a good sandwich either it's a what what i'm doing is it's a spam what, sandwich it, it's
1: like the it's like the i peanut can butter hear you but you say gotta hold on because I, I can't hear you
0: forgot your lunch money. i can't hear you proper yet um technical difficulties. No matter where I am in the world, you can be assured that there will be technical difficulties here at Aristotle Full Throttle. We we hope to bring you the the guarantee of that. Yeah, Unlike technology, I guarantee you problems. Watch this. Okay, so you put these in, you put your left foot in, take your left foot out. If I push the button on the back, was that, is that going to help? No?
1: am i coming
0: through yeah but hold on it's just hang on we'll just i, I will once we uh... no
1: i just need to ask i uh i can't delete it have... and on. Recounted... Sorry, wait. what hold
0: on i i need to do this i know you need to ask a thing but i can't i wait <laughs> i won't be able to hear it oh my goodness okay wait what is it hello
1: no it's fine Dude it's fine either way.
0: I can't hear it. Can you hear me? Hold on.
1: (laughs) Hold
0: on. What? Where is it? Is it in here? I feel like I feel like it's over here somewhere. I feel like huh? Where can I see where is it?
1: Hold on.
0: I'm losing viewers by the
1: minute.
0: (laughs) I don't understand how- Viewers
1: or viewer?
0: Yes. I'm losing viewer by the minute. Viewer then We've got fewer viewers now. Thank you for, for (laughs) AirPods now. Okay. I
1: knew. Okay. I ruined everything. I know that. Oh, good. I spoiled something else.
0: Yes. Uh, Kelly's like, I need to, to, I need to talk. Uh, Hold Hold on a second. I really would like to make this work however it doesn't seem to be working <laughs> one second that's oh, clear cool. I, I was just idea.
1: frustrated
0: I, I know this was't a...
1: by the way Eric didn't has covid airpods
0: okay i did i did it
1: congratulations, Hi. congratulations.
0: uh that's that's a good song. We've got nobody le- watching anymore now. So that's good. We did it. <laughs> we chased him away.
1: Oh, my God, Ernie. We did it. Nobody's going to be watching our show.
0: Nobody, please tune in. <laughs> or you're true. I don't know why. So, Colleen, so, what is it that you needed to say? Well,
1: well no, I just, you were like, Eric Clapton doesn't have anything to do with Montana. Yeah, I know. He has COVID. Hello?
0: Well, I heard you. Yeah, he's got COVID now. So how about... Um, and he has to
1: cancel it. He had to cancel his tour.
0: Oh, it's not too bad. He's got to Oh, no. His, his racist Eric Clapton. Tonight. Yeah,
1: that's that? terrible And he's an anti vaxxer and like anti uh, pandemic person. It's like yeah, we'd all like to be anti pandemic. That's why you need to get a vaccine.
0: I'm so against this pandemic. I know it's a hot take. I don't know if you know well, how you feel great about chance. it. Well
1: I hope you don't get demonetized for
0: that. I'm ready for monkeypox. Who's ready for monkeypox? I mean it seems like the next great pandemic. Wanna sing it with me? Uh-huh. the COVID got me on my knees the COVID. Begging darling, please, the COVID. Darling, won't you ease my sneezing now? Uh, you know, I imagine Eric Clapton He's so he's got the little sniff he's got the COVIDs.
1: Yeah. And I mean,
0: that's not going to change his mind about anything. No, it's not going to make him less racist, I don't think, or uh, less uh, Trump, Trump thumper. He's a Trump thumper, I think.
1: Well, oh, I mean, he's like probably a bogey.
0: You know, I think that uh, Eric Clapton's best song. Let's see. Do I know any more Eric Clapton songs? You got to know Eric Clapton's okay. Oh that's a good one. I mean, the song is. It's uh, alright,
2: alright, alright. If
0: uh if you wanna get down down on the ground, COVID. I think somebody's <laughs> like, saying
1: tears in heaven at my Um, eighth grade graduation because so many people in our grade had died over the last year. What? Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's like, thinking back on it, it really was like, crazy how many people died between seventh grade and during eighth grade. I think like five people in our grade died well, that's terrible. And I, okay. No, and I, 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 no, I, know it's it's really messed up. Like, I mean, there were like two from cancer, and I know I am Debbie Downer. None from flying. Um, and then like three from a horrific Good car God. accident. Because oh yeah, how else did they die?
0: Um, Could do you have any more horrific news for us? Colleen? I'm I'm sorry.
1: Well, I just thought it was really bizarre and morbid that they turned the 8th grade graduation into a memorial service. It's like we already literally were here in the fall attending a kid's funeral.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Colleen, telling us about pediatric deaths here on Aristotle Throttle. Thank you for... Bringing up the, you know, it's raining out, and now that sounds better than, hey, you know, I feel very sorry that you had to go through that, uh, that everybody had to go through that, and that we have to go through that now. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sorry. Uh, no,
1: it's not, it's not funny, but it's, it's just, no. it was so bizarre how, it's, like, it's opposite of focus. Funny. Well, no, it was just really bizarre how focus. Like the both the staff and students became about it. Like, oh, uh, there were like four from a car accident, three of those were they were like they were in like an outsider's type delinquent group, and they were, and it was anybody gets
0: stung by a bee. Die. It's like, like oh, in the movie. Okay. In it
1: wasn't. It, what
0: about oh, uh, bridge to Derabithia? Does, does someone fall in a, in a ravine? <laughs> Petties that trolls. Uh somehow getting COVID makes it worse that makes the worst of them just like double down. That's so true. they they twist their illness into something that makes their s- makes sense in their worldview instead of seeing it for what it is yeah there's no way there's people who do confirmation bias there's all kinds of um cognitive dissonance but people don't like dissonance because dissonance sounds like this they like this
1: well we even consonants we, we even did so a bunch of happens? stuff when we we even rememorialized them our senior year
0: and we're also doing another memorial currently on Aristotle Full throttle right here today uh, may nineteenth twenty twenty two may they rest in peace um i would i'm gonna call all of their parents right now on the air I think and uh we're gonna console them individually listen that's a terrible terrible awful story Colleen. and it's uh, 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 that's, that's i just know terrible.
1: it's just... It was so... It, I don't mean to laugh, like I'm almost, just... No, obs- that's the thing. Uh, I feel bad for, like, kind of laughing about it. It was just so mortally bizarre.
0: Yeah, well, I, it I mean,
1: is. There were only, like... I graduated with 103 people.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say 103%, because I would say A++. Uh, Joe says, is this supposed to be a depressing show? <laughs> well, it is now. It turns out it's, it's whatever... It, It's uh, amorphous, Joe. It takes on—it's like water. It takes on whatever shape it is in, and it also can drown you. Uh, Penny says we sung "Tears in Heaven" at our seventh-grade spring concert due to a bus accident at middle school. Two kids died. Oh my goodness! Oh, we're gonna talk about bus accidents. What was with
1: those those (laughs) pop songs in the '90s? They also sang uh, the Mariah Carey and uh, Boys to Men song, "One Sweet Day."
0: Oh, yeah, so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. No, no, That's- that
1: would have been better. But, uh, no, this one was... Um, and I know you're looking down on me from heaven.
0: Oh, yeah, you're looking... To, let me... Oh, my audition is finished uploading. I'm sorry that y'all have that in common with the bus accident. I was just describing a ter- a horrible bus accident that I was actually... Basically, witnessed to in high school yesterday that resulted in the death. But I, I will refrain from telling that story, even though it would be on topic. But um, it was, it was, it. You know what? I'll tell you the story. No, I won't. It's horrible. It's a horrible story. It just it brought back memories, and I didn't realize how close to the situation I was, and uh, until I recounted it, and I said, "Wait, I was right there for it." That's that's nuts. There was a very terrible. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. It was horrible. Um, yeah, but I, I currently, I feel like I, it would bring my, like, my, my mood down. Remind me to tell you a horrible like, story on another show.
1: Okay. It's like nervous, like coping laughter.
0: It is. Uh, for me, yes, it's a it's a nervous... It's... it's a, I also like to recognize my my own absurdity like i'll think about myself in like the third person and also i try to contextualize everything in in a funny way for my own sake and my own brain just immediately goes to like this observing the situation i'm in and going hey everybody let's play some songs yeah and then this kid died on the bus <laughs> The wheels on the bus go round and round. So it's, it's a very, it's a very, uh, what I'm laughing at is the, um is the, uh, the incongruousness of the theme of today with the result of the actual show. But as you know, I like to roll with whatever happens because that's my, because I appreciate, I appreciate the, the realness of each moment. And uh, that seems to be, that seems to be the moment right now. Maybe we should talk about puppies. No, we don't have to talk about puppies. Unless you're talking about uh how many puppies uh get euthanized at uh yeah, hold on. Oh I still cry about my dog. She died like uh eight years ago. Yeah. I do love I do but love. Puppies.
1: She... But she was almost seventeen, so that
0: was cool. Well she was just seventeen.
1: 17. You know what I mean? You know what I no, mean? No,
0: Paul. Why don't you tell us? What do What do you mean?
1: No, I don't. That I've always I was like, oh, that's
0: creepy. Even Paul says that. He's like, uh, I'm not sure what I meant, <laughs> but he did well, write remember, it. When he was I, Nineteen. So I, have, was a,
1: well, I know not know. Like, like, what if Justin Bieber had come out with a song about and said, you know, if she was just seventeen.
0: Well, you know, I, listen, um, it rhymed. I think that that was the main uh, focus of what they were supposed to do in that moment. Which, which between the way Paul describes that, between he and John, he used to sing, she was just 17. She, she was no beauty queen or something like that, which, you know, could be worse of uh, a lyric. But he said that, and then John was like, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And then he's like, oh, that rhymes. Let me put that into the song. So I think fundamentally they were looking for a rhyme and not really thinking too much about the meaning of that particular song. If you listen to a lot of their earlier stuff, they were definitely looking for rhymes and, and stuff. So I'm going to give them a little benefit of the doubt is what I'm saying. As as far as I don't think that a 19-year-old <laughs> is a... Um, I'm going to stay out of this conversation entirely. You know, because here's why. Oh, here's a good uh, Elliot Smith song. that's a good song um yeah i don't know i don't think that uh john and paul at 19 were really the rocket scientists they eventually became but uh you know it rhymes maybe we Remember should talk the about
1: Ed uh scandal when they revealed we're, that john was married like they were oh, singing yeah. And they were like, careful, girls, he's married.
0: Right. Careful. Watch out. He's going to get a divorce, and then he's going to be in a a, a relationship with Yoko Ono. You know, a lot of people give Yoko Ono flack. But if you watch Get Back, I was going to say Get Out. Yeah, they were on a
1: collision course.
0: She was just, you know, it's it's not like they hated having her there necessarily. Like, they kind of blame it on her for being there. I don't think it was bring your wife to work day, uh, but for, for some reason, that, that was... I mean, look, the Beatles were in an extraordinary position. They were in the studio all the time. John Lennon... And Yoko Ono were incredibly codependent and did drugs every night. And so I think that they liked to stay together all of the time. Um, But I don't think that that's what broke up the Beatles. The Beatles were clearly not getting along and wanting to go solo, each one of them, and all kinds of stuff like that. But I um, I do love puppies. What's a good, uh, do you have any? Do you have a favorite band, Khalid?
1: Sorry, I had it on mute because I to feed my furballs.
0: Um, oh, you got furballs, I... on the puppies?
1: Uh, no, but they worship the ground my dog walked on. their cats. I am not a cat lady, but I do adore my um they're looking at me like I <laughs> like they're in a um uh ASBCA commercial.
0: Uh, oh is Betty White there? Yeah no,
1: she... Yeah, Betty White White Socks.
0: Um I took pictures of Betty White. I, you guys... one
1: time. When she Oh was really? Alive. Yeah. Was she oh oh god you know, okay are we going back to the morbid like yeah tone again
0: we're going back um, to the future Yeah, the moment told you, actually... that was uh that was really uh you know i guess it's like what does this song remind you of oh it reminds me of when five kids in my grade died that year that's horrible that's horrible i had a kid okay well, i'll tell I, the story I thought...
1: okay
0: you want to hear the story you want to hear the story the, the horrible murder mystery. Yeah. That okay.
1: Well, I could uh, probably the sad, and what's also sad is I could probably relate to it
0: on some level. Well, let me know what you think. Okay, I'm going to tell the story, ladies and gentlemen. It was a sunny day in 1907. 19... <clears throat> When I was a kid uh, okay, in high okay, school.
1: dude. Are you going to be like Keith Morrison or what?
0: I don't know who Keith Morrison is. Is he like uh, Jim Morrison? From Date
1: <laughs> It
0: was a sunny day. It was a sunny day. But things would get... On, but storm clouds were on the horizon. I'm going to be Bill Hader as Keith Morrison, actually. As Keith <laughs> it Morrison. Was a, yep. It was a sunny day. That guy's got an incredible voice. He really does and perfect delivery he's just like and he wears it's funny because he he wears chuck
1: taylor's like constantly like david Tennant when he plays a doctor
0: yeah or does he uh the best part about that guy keith morrison is uh he's just a voice actor basically and he goes on TV and he's a he's a voice actor. And it's he gets a TV show and he gets that show for as long as he can talk, which is awesome. Just like Don Pardo was the host, was the announcer for SNL till 100 years old or so. That was pretty cool. Um, You know, if you could do it. And Don Pardo did the announcing for Saturday Night Live, live from his home in Arizona every Saturday. <laughs> I guess, you know, uh, 8.30 in the p.m. and then probably ate some applesauce and went to bed. Because he was 100! Okay, look. That's what I'm gonna be doing, for for heaven's sake. Uh, this, so I was in high school, and I was coming back from a trip, which was a great trip. It was a canoeing trip on Long Island. We had, we can canoe here, actually. it Turns out I had no idea. We went down a river. I saw like I saw a, uh, a heron, great white heron eat a fish, like dive into the water, pull a fish out. I saw a, a, t- a giant turtle go into the water. I was like, this is the wildlife here on Long Island. I had no idea. And and I was really um, bonding with my classmate, Emily Germano. I remember we were rowing in the same canoe, and we just really got to know each other. We had spent all high school, not really, you know, we were friends in the same friend circles, but we just, and when you share a canoe with somebody, you share, you know, it's just, that's what they say you never get to know someone until you share a canoe with them that's how the saying goes And uh, it, so that was a cool day and then we were coming back from school coming back from the trip to school and there was a bunch of bus- school buses lined up around Bayshore High School they are lined up around the school because they pick up the kids and then the, the buses all leave one by one and uh, while we were arriving back at school all of the buses were lined up around the school our bus, this field trip bus, took us to the front of the school, dropped us off, we went back into the school, went to our lockers and whatnot. suddenly there's a commotion, and we all ran to the window and there was one bus left there, it stopped it was it moved about fifteen feet from its original position. All the other buses were gone, and there's a commotion, and people are screaming and so we I run outside and there's this bus, and I see a security guard pull his shirt off, and he's helping somebody, wrapping a, his shirt around someone's head. And, and they were like, what happened? What's going on? It was calamity. And um, Joe McNulty had uh, leaned his head outside the window of the, the school bus to say bye to his friend. And uh, while the bus pulled away, the, a telephone pole had hit Joe in the head. And, uh, and so he was, he had a massive head injury. The security guard was running around confused with very upset. He had tried to stop the bleeding. He was performing CPR also. And, uh, I remember saying to myself, as I looked at the scene and I thought to myself first, I said, Joe has a head injury and they're performing CPR and then I said aloud, and I didn't even know I said it out loud, I, I just remember the reaction, because I said, Joe is dead, and, uh, Jameen, cheerleader, was standing next to me, and she just started saying, Joe is dead, and then it spread quickly, everybody started screaming and, and crying, and I just stood there in shock, and then the ambulance arrived, and it was all within minutes, it was all three minutes, five minutes, maybe, and, uh, when the ambulance showed up, they, they rolled away slowly and Joe had been killed by the telephone pole striking him in the head. And I remember Joe McDolte because he was one of the kids I met on the first day when I moved to Bayshore when I was in eighth grade. Now, this was senior year in high school. And I met Joe on the first day when I when I moved to Bayshore. And that that day was a long time ago. I won't say it's the day after or a couple days after Magic Johnson announced he had HIV, but it might've been. So Magic Johnson's still around. And um, so I met Joe that time. And here's, here's the thing. My mom, the the reason why I told this story yesterday or two days ago was because my mom said, have you ever cheated on a test? And I said, well, yeah, one time in eighth grade, this is true, me and my friend Diami got, there was a pop quiz. Diami will laugh about this and tell you about this also. There's a pop quiz about the elements. We had no idea what the elements. We were freaking out. And so we cheated off each other and tried to like fill in the elements. We didn't know what, it was seventh grade, I think. Yeah, that was seventh grade. And um, so to this day, Diami, who may or may not be related to Wesley, said, uh, said, uh, Hey, remember that time we cheated off each other in school? That was the one time I cheated. It was in seventh grade, and it was with my friend Deami because we both were very vehemently against the idea of cheating. And I never did it after that. I just truly tried to achieve uh, after that. And... But that was the one time because we were freaking out because we had never gotten encountered a time where we had to, we felt compelled to do so. So that's the the memory we both carry around, a mutual memory. But uh, then my mom asked me, has has anyone cheated off of you? And I said, yes. When I was senior year in high school, my friend Joe sat to the left and one seat behind Joe McNulty sat. Diagonal from me in uh, my film class. We had a film class in senior year, and it was an English credit. Mr. O'Neill taught this class. And Joe was the kind of guy, when you walked around the high school, you'd always see him in the hallway talking to his friend who witnessed his death. Or you would see Joe in the car shop, because our high school had a car shop where it was like a little... Joe was always there, always working on his car. He had a really nice blue... Camaro, I think, and uh, he just was always working on that car, and and you were like, this kid's high school isn't for this kid. He wants to work on cars. You knew it. Everybody knew this. And Joe said to me, hey, I just need an English class, an English credit to graduate high school, because it's senior year. I just need, he needed like two credits. I need to take this fluff film English course, and you already know everything about movies. <laughs> This is not like a course. So is it all right if I cheat off of you? Like he he legitimately would tap me on the shoulder. He's like, it's all right if I just copy the answers. And I thought to myself as an act of beneficence, as an act of charity, I said, you know what, Joe, I know high school ain't for you. And uh, all you need is this credit to graduate high school because you want to go work on cars. And that's that's the one memory I have from that class was that i let joe cheat off of me in film class because and i know th- it was a conscious decision i said yep i'll let you do that because high school ain't for you and and this is just a fun class for me and you're just taking it because you need a credit and um uh, i thought that was me paying it forward so rest in peace joe mcnulty and you can look up that story online, I'm sure, because it's it was the lead story in the news for the basically the next few days. Very sad story. Um, but the thing that affected me was that I hadn't realized how close to the situation I was. Physically uh, close. I was 30 feet away while that all happened. So... <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up, Colleen. <laughs> Did you hear that song? It's like, hippopotamus, 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 hippopotamus. That's a song by Poe Dameron. Oh,
1: he's happy to contribute.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my story. That's my story about a school bus accident. But now... You might be thinking, how did a telephone pole hit this kid's head? This telephone pole was at this angle, and I'm not joking. I remember walking home from school every day, looking at that telephone pole that was at this. It was at this angle, and then they like dug it up and then fixed it, and now it's like at this angle. It still is. I actually drove past it a couple years ago, and it's. The, the, if you go to Bayshore High School, it's on, um, I guess Fifth Avenue. You'll see it. It'll maybe just go on Google. Go on Google Street View. You'll see there's a telephone pole that's at a crazy angle, um, which makes no sense because it actually killed somebody. Hmm. Oh, and the bus driver had a heart attack like the next day. I'm not sure they died or whatever, but they could were completely wrought with stress after they were like overwrought with grief and stress and, and like I can't imagine what they were going through. Could you imagine? Anyway, Will, uh, <clears throat> what's your favorite Chili Pepper oh. song? Or you say clean? When
1: I was in uh, middle school, I think, uh, I didn't have to ride the bus. Um, oh, there was also a fire. There was also a fire in the school that year.
0: Oh, there was a fire in the school? Well, tell us about that, Colleen.
1: Yeah, there was a fire in the school to the How point where they How many fifth graders died in,
0: in that? Okay.
1: No, nobody died.
0: <laughs> okay, good
1: but we all they made us all go out and you know like the high school, our our school was kind of like a complex where like there was the elementary school and then the middle school was up on the second floor and then there was a big long hallway for the cafeteria I found were elementary
0: school heavy. simple go ahead hmm? I said I found elementary school simple. Just go, go ahead. It was. Okay. It was I, I'm just playing on words. I'm just put. I'm adding spice to okay. the, the story about this. Are Uber you trying deal.
1: to be like Sherlock Holmes or something?
0: Um, it's elementary, Watson. No, no sh- ship, Sherlock. <laughs> So oh, and my dad down. was my principal. Oh, uh, it was a school no, full of puppies. Oh, okay, go it, ahead. It
1: didn't burn down, but they were in the process of removing wiring. Asbestos. That, uh, no, well, I don't know. Do they use asbestos in wiring? Uh,
0: asbestos, as I know. Asbestos, uh, as I can. <laughs> But
1: um, So, you know, the Republican Party is going to say that asbestos actually helps Anyways, there was That's this wiring... That's as best as they can do. That... Got any more? Go ahead. Are you finished?
0: No. I'm done. I'm out. I have nothing. <laughs>
1: uh, But if it, it, it created, like, toxic smoke, like, it, some of that caught on fire. It was... It, was, it started in the cafeteria. Um, mm. And then it boats. reached where they, they
0: were... <laughs> See, that's why they should stick to Taco Tuesday. Uh, were the pizza boats catching fire?
1: I don't the... remember what caused it exactly, um, but they evacuated the entire school. And on one side of the football field was the high school; the other side was the elementary and middle school.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's like my and high we had to sit there.
1: Oh, they but my, getting back to the bus, I, I, yeah, I lived close enough to walk home, but my friend who took the bus, her bus driver, was always, you know, in the typical way, stereotypical way, always in a bad mood. And oh yeah,
0: get on, on the bus, also, ah, brr. Yeah.
1: But he was also missing his pointer finger.
0: So he just. So he how? How would he, how would want, he indicate where no, anything was?
1: He'd point with his middle finger.
0: Oh, yeah. you would have to. So, that was the big... Go you know,
1: I, I don't know. We were 13, 14. It was hilarious
0: at the time. That is pretty hilarious, though. If your bus driver was always like, Hey, you kids! Uh, we're going to go over there now. Just sit down! Shut up! <laughs> sit down and shut up, or I'm going to point at you some more. He had an excuse in case anybody came after him and said, Hey, you're being vulgar toward the kids. They'll be like, I have no finger. I'm just a caveman. Um, Is this Will says, I would have you to say, what? chili peppers wise, breaking the girl? Oh, that was a. Uh, uh, right? Something like that? Something like that, right? I think. Does that sound right, Colleen? Is it flutist or flautist?
1: Flautist. I did play the flute for two years. I hated it.
0: You played the flute for two years? Yeah, I hated hated it. it. Why didn't you stop after the first day? Because my dad
1: was the principal.
0: Oh, and principals, they like to have a little piper running around them, like playing the flute, right? That's like, that's a very well, principal like, thing. I,
1: I was like, I was his stepdaughter, so like, I had to look, make him look good. So, yeah. Had to you compliant. had to,
0: like, did you have to wear tights and, like, be like, like, because that's how I picture it. Did you know the queen? I'm talking about the queen. I'm talking about, Queen. not the band. But Queen Elizabeth uh, <clears throat> in England, you know, the head of the church and stuff, that lady, she and every royal before her had a royal piper who was their official alarm clock. There was someone who was paid, this was a job for centuries, to go over to the to the king or queen's window and wake them up at in the morning at the correct time, that is, by playing like a flute, and waking them up. There was a piper, and then they just got rid of it. The bagpipes, the piper, they were some kind of piper. They they had an alarm clock that was a human being.
1: They showed it in the episode of The Crown, where spoiler alert, um, her father died.
0: The king's father died? No, uh,
1: Elizabeth, I'm like blanking, because I'm so tired. But, um, uh King George
0: King George well you know they just eliminated that position because they were like you know we're doing we're cutting back and if you were the piper for the queen that's a pretty cush gig for a musician you know it's like I just gotta wake up early crack my knuckles and just you know play like I don't know what the the sound of the alarm would be it would be like uh, like <laughs> My oh, mom well, got married. I would, uh, the first <laughs> I would time, have to play something uh, really obnoxious. Well,
1: my, my mom, mom got mom. married the first time. They mm-hmm. had, um, it was a big, huge Catholic wedding, and they had, yeah. um, they had a bagpiper. And she that's said, and she was startled initially by, well, because she knew she was making a huge mistake. Um, when the bagpipe started, she thought it was my grandmother um, Snoring? Having, a sinus, having sinus issues. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, well, do you remember that guy, Fred uh, Dryer? Does anybody remember Fred Dreyer? Anybody out there? White-haired guy? Mickey Mouse Club? Anybody? You in the back. You remember Fred Dreyer? He used to do the sound effects about one-eighth as good as Michael Winslow, but, you know, Fred Dreyer is white. So he would go... Uh, mm-hmm. He used to do, like, sound effects. I think I say it was Fred Dreyer.
1: Didn't Ryan Bosslin try to be like Michael Winslow when he was on Mickey Mouse
0: Club? Uh, Well, you know... Uh, <clears throat> Ryan Gosling, did he Ryan Gosling? That sounds like a baby goose. Uh you know, he is also Canadian. Whoa. <laughs> but uh yeah, the Mickey Mouse Club. Was it Fred Breyer? Dreyer? Fred Savage. He this guy was the sound effects guy. And uh it was like Fred and Moana. Was it Moana? Oh my god, I'm I might be remembering things all uh, I might just be mixing my Disney movies with Mickey Mouse Club. But uh, yeah, I always thought that guy was cool, except I did find his, spe- his his verbal sound effects to be inferior to Michael Winslow's bleeps, sweeps, and creeps. Those were way more, um, I don't know if you've seen Michael Winslow perform as Jimi Hendrix or any of those other folks, but he was, he's, he's still on tour, that guy. I think he still uh, looks like he's the same age. He was from Police Academy, all of those movies. Fred Dreyer played Hunter on NBC. Oh, that's right. Thank you for that. Is this Will? Fred Dreyer was that guy, a former former NFL player. Fred Dreyer, yeah. Hunter. We had riots in Belmont Lake Junior High School, North Babylon High School in the early 70s. Riots. Were they quiet riots or just regular volume? I do remember Hunter. You remember Spencer for hire. Um, Fred. It was Fred something. Uh, I I always wanted to be on the Mickey Mouse Club, and look where look where I am now. I feel like I've made it. <laughs> Me. And uh, Christine Aguilera and Britney Spears and Ryan Gosling and we're all in the same boat. So, uh, Khalid, what uh, what song would you like to hear? And then I'll go tell you to listen to uh, it on Spotify. What?
1: Uh, what about some something from like the early? mid
0: the earlier uh, mid '90s, I could do that, but
1: uh, Free
0: Bird. Uh-oh. do you know what this was? Let's whip it, whip it good.
1: You're cutting, you're cutting out, so I can't
0: tell. Oh no! I said, I, I, I literally can't hear you. Anyone? Nobody? Okay. Um, hmm, I wish I knew Hall of Notes' greatest hits. Remember, I played this one. It's Eric Clapton and Babyface.
1: All right, I got it. Guys, I got to out. There's a police car just, like, foreign parts our lots. So, <laughs> oh. what a note to end on. And take care, guys. Good night and good
0: luck. Bye. Don't get arrested. I was looking for the claps where you go like because everybody says it's hard to do by yourself all right i can do this um that's one of those songs where everybody's like i gotta do the clapping everybody there's clapping i need to do the clapping Okay, when they play that part, we need to do the clapping. Don't you miss the clapping. It's like the happening, but less Mark Wahlberg. Don't not clap. That's like one of those things when um, <clears throat> when Sweet Caroline comes on. You know, the, the, the great Neil Diamond, when he says, Sweet Caroline. Y'all did it. Y'all did it in your head. (laughs) I know you did. There's all those kinds of ones where people just, uh, they just feel like they have to do it. It's like line dancing. You know, the other day I was in the car. You know what song came on the radio? I'll tell you. Uh, The electric slide or electric boogie. My bad. Uh, Well, I did not do the electric slide in my car. I don't understand that that song actually exists as a song on its own. I didn't know that people listened to that for pleasure. I thought that that was something you were forced to do at like eighth grade dances. I didn't know that the electric boogie was a song that gets played on the radio. They might as well play the chicken dance is what I'm saying. Who listens at their leisure to a line dancing electric boogie type of song? Would you raise your hand, please? So I can, I can shoot uh, like I could shoot a spitball at it, a blow dart. The sun is coming around and it's washing me out, so I got to turn. This is called the ISO, ladies and gentlemen. You've got to change the ISO. What you got to do is, you've got to change your film stock. But it's digital film stock now, so we're good. Uh, Leaving the office because the power went off. Looks like the cops are visiting Colleen and and, uh, the power is going out for... Is this Will? The sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Kennedy. I don't know the Edmund Fitzgerald, but I know the Lusitania. Famous ships that sink. This is the category, Penny. Um, This ship did not have Leonardo DiCaprio nor Kate Winslet on it. Um, the Lusitania. That was also one that sank. Oh, I see Jim Morrison there. You know, the day destroys the night. Jen Morrison in Los Angeles is just like th- th- an iconic image that you will not stop running into. Because, you know, especially at Venice Beach. It's raining snowballs here. I've, I've wrought havoc upon you all. Uh, I, I sent the police to Killeen. And I've turned out, I cut the power lines at Will's. And, and I, I made a phone call to send some snowballs to your to your house, Penny uh, and Joe. As I call the actual name, Gropple. Is that the name? Is that the, the size? I mean, I know they're like, aren't they, Is like a graduated degree of names. When people say, oh, did you know that uh, a lot of native folks and indigenous people have like 12 different words for snow? And I'm like, so do English speaking people, uh, you know, sleet, snow, <laughs> like, uh, like rain has got drizzle. It's got, you know, snow is flurries also. We've, we've got a lot of words for snow that describe the different types of snow so it's not that exciting you know that I like to geek out on etymologies and words and stuff like that so when people are like oh my god can you believe that the Inuit had 12 different words to describe different types of snow and I'm like you do too you jummy you jummy (laughs) who wouldn't is that is that amazing to you because sleet flurries snow Size matters not, says Yoda in the audience. Thank you, Yoda. I saw this thing today it was uh, Hayden Christensen talking about being Darth Vader and I ain't mad at that because he's coming back for the Obi-Wan series which is coming up pretty soon they're hyping the heck out of it and I'm looking forward to Ewan McGregor I think universally speaking when we talk about the movie prequels for the Star Wars movies the 1, 2, and 3 everybody's like oh those movies were abjectly horrible and terrible and I hate every single aspect about it and you go what about Ewan McGregor though and they go oh yeah Ewan McGregor's okay that's cool yeah I'm cool with that <laughs> It's basically, they're universally reviled except for Ewan McGregor. People just go, oh, yeah, well, Ewan McGregor, that's all right. That's cool. He's never not been accepted as Obi-Wan. I remember when he was cast as Obi-Wan, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm okay with that. That's cool. Ewan McGregor, yeah. But then everybody came after Hayden Christensen in Star Wars episodes two and three because um, they were like, he's so wooden. He's so wooden. Look. You give an actor not much to work with and they're not going to be able to, you know, not everybody can be Ewan McGregor, but even Ewan McGregor is kind of like walking around those empty sets that were just, they looked like this. Like if, if you're trying to imagine an entire world and you're George Lucas and there's this incredibly detailed, elaborate world in which you're supposed to reside as an actor of Star Wars and he, and, and George Lucas has it all in his head and he's just like, okay, imagine that. What's in my head, imagine that. Okay, actor, go. So you're not really reacting to what's really there. And so I'm just saying, lay off Hayden Christensen or Christian Haydenson, whatever you want to call him. Just lay off the kid. He's all right. Listen, I might be biased because he's a tall actor and most actors are about this tall. But I am... I am a height supremacist. I don't know if I've mentioned that before. Um, but uh, yeah, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, excited to see the, the situation that should be. I really hope that the Obi-Wan series adds to the whole lore of Star Wars and elevates it. Because I do feel like even though Rogue One is it's a pretty good movie, it's okay. It takes place right before Episode Four, A New Hope. But it actually elevates A New Hope. If that movie could be elevated any further, it actually does. It raises it up an inch. It it does make it a little bit better. It it does a good job at that. And I hope that the Obi-Wan prequel series does that too. Joseph Menacucci says, uh, My college students genuinely believe episodes one through three are the best. Well, your college students need to go to college. Noel Dreyer says, Tom Cruise did well in Top Gun 2 this week. I heard that, Noel. He was pre- he was pre- presented with a Palm d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival for his work in Surprise, by the way. He wasn't even nominated. They just gave it to him. Because they're like, Yo, are Tom Cruise. Top Gun is awesome. And apparently Top Gun 2 is supposed to be amazing. So, hey, why don't we go see it next week? <sighs> How about it? Um, is this Will's going to try it? Discord from his phone? You've got that mojo rising. Mr. Mojo Rising. How's it go? Um, yeah, Top Gun Two. Whether whatever your feelings about the military, um, Top Gun Two, I heard it's got airplanes. So if you like airplanes, uh, it seems like it's going to be a fun time. And, and and Tom Cruise, you know, he's always doing those stunts in the, in those movies that he's in. And people are like, hey, Tom Cruise, we didn't, we don't, there's no reason, we, nobody asked you. And Tom Cruise is like, hang on, I'll hang out, I'll hang from this cliff by one hand. And they're like, all right, whatever, float your boat, Tom Cruise. But we got people for that also, special effects. And Tom Cruise is like, hey, why don't I hang on the side of this plane while it takes off? Uh cause you could die maybe so Tom why don't you sit down and have a professional take care of that Tom Cruise is like watch me do this Scientology has taught me the way yeah Scientology has taught him the way We did a uh, we did we did great today <laughs> We didn't we any requests before we? Uh... Oh, remember this one? Oh yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, I came here before you today to bring you extreme. Not gonna do it. <laughs> I refuse, and you can't make me do Nuno Betancourt. My favorite part about that song is that it's not playing currently, but also uh, Nuno Betancourt is an excellent guitar player. He's the guitar player for the band Extreme, and he plays on that and also sings the harmonies with the uh, lead singer Gary Sharon. You guys might remember that song from uh, when you were chi- uh, when you felt suddenly annoyed for some reason. And and, the, and it was because that song was playing, so you think the song is great. It's got great guitar play, great guitar playing. But Nudo Betancourt doesn't want you to forget that he, he's got like really cool black nail polish when he's playing. It's just it's very flashy. <clears throat> but if you listen to the recording and you watch the music video for that, Nudo Betancourt says, "No, this can't be a lovely acoustic ballad. He's got to go like." he does like a five minute guitar solo at the end of that song on an acoustic guitar and it's like Nuno Nuno come here Nuno 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 come here Nuno Nuno where are you going Nuno Nuno come here come here Nuno let me have a talk to you Nuno um don't do that just uh maybe no I know you want to do that, Nuno. But n- Nuno, that's a no-no. Okay, Nuno, Nuno, that's a no-no. All right, all right. Um, <clears throat> I'm just, uh, I'm just saying. He shouldn't do that. You should serve the song with what you're playing. You shouldn't serve your all, your self. That's called uh, it's like onanistic. You know what I mean? Birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it, Joe, but uh, <clears throat> let's see. Let me see if I can remember. I'm your only friend. I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually your friend. But I am. <laughs> I don't really know how to play the song. How would I learn that song? And I'll play it um, in my head. <laughs> oh, wait, let me see. <laughs> Blue Canary in the Outlet by the Light Switch. That's those are lyrics, guys. If you haven't heard lyrics in your life, you, you're gonna you got to listen to They Might Be Giants or There There May Be Giants. Um, that's a great song, though. That's you know. Let's hear it. Oh, it changes keys. I don't know why. Well, it's it's mainly on the accordion. (laughs) First, I'd have to learn how to play the accordion. Uh, And I don't know if we have time for that. But, but I will learn that song, Joe. Thanks for the suggestion. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for songs that uh, you'd like to hear on the show on the guitar, <laughs> I'll be maybe I'll have a I'll have um, someone come over and sing them for you while I play them. Um, but Elliot Smith has a lot of good songs and. Uh, I can hear myself. Now, I'm going to play along with myself. If I can hear myself. Oh. Yeah, that's me. Hey, Will.
2: Um, I'm trying you know, to get like this working.
0: You got... Will, Will heard that the show was almost over. <laughs> <So he> said, <laughs> I have been summoned. <laughs> you know this one oh <laughs> uh, let me see if I can remember the play uh
2: that's the last song of figure 8 right yep. or is it the last song So, oh, is it happiness that's the title of it right Now, yep it's happiness for you
0: Nope. and me cause what
2: so the thing about discord yeah what's the thing about discord it, it's gonna filter for your voice so every time you sing I hear you and when you try and play it tries to mute it out <laughs> yep. no, so you literally that's... have to keep singing for the mic to stay on in discord for me to hear the whole song so, it's so oh stupid. I
0: gotcha it's, it's discord's like we don't want to hear the guitar that's technology though it's incredible anna ang yeah. is another good song do you know that song anna ang and i anna ang you know i have to hear it i have seen the there might be giants uh at, with uh penny and uh penny were you at the hofster one when we went there was like when there might be giants might be were there Cause I actually missed hanging out with them. They might be giants for that because there were about 12 of us in the audience. I know we went to the Bowery ballroom one, but there was like 12 of us in the audience uh, at Hofstra. And uh, here's a fun story for you real quick. And we're watching there may be giants. And there was a part of the show where Flansburg, John Flansburg, they had a money cannon that was shredded money that would shoot money confetti over the can of uh, yes the confetti cannon and I was standing right next to it and then the John Flansburg leans down and he says hey you with the glasses uh, you better move to the side because you, you're going to get seriously effed up <laughs> when this cannon goes off <laughs> he was talking to me fast forward to I believe it might have been four or five years later uh, I met a young lady who I ended up being in a relationship with wit for almost a decade and um she uh she was at that show she was one of the 12 people at that show and she remembered that she's like oh I I remember that moment but I don't remember you but I do remember that moment when they shot the money cannon
2: oh Uh, it was
0: like yeah it was pretty funny we were both and she didn't even go to that she didn't go to that school she didn't go here but um I also had John Flansburgh signed my Palm pilot one time. If you guys remember a Palm pilot, I was like, Hey, John <laughs> do you mind signing my, pl-? and he's like, uh, Oh, sure. <laughs> and, but after that show at Hofstra, my friends, uh, my friend, Jeff came t- over to me. He was like in the same dorm as me. He's like, where did you go? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, we just hung out on the bus with, there might be giants. And they, and we were looking for you. They, they said come on the bus and hang out with us and we couldn't find you and <laughs> I was like are you kidding me so I missed hanging out uh, I missed the opportunity
2: do you know that fan? that's one of the perks of low intended shows yes like yes, personally yes. know them no no, no. I, I, I was I'm a casual fan I don't know them back and forth but I enjoy them whenever I hear them yeah
0: particle man doing the things they actually
2: came to my school too because I remember everyone being geeked up about that show it was my freshman year and I was like who (laughs) I was still like heavily into hip-hop so I just wasn't ready and I was like oh oh then I was like yeah I know these songs I've heard these songs
0: Noel Dreyer 2 asks do you remember Whitesnake do I remember White Snake? Is this love? It's oh, re- <laughs>
2: part of Will's. Only two theme song. come to mind Coverdale and
0: Catine. Tony Catane. Yes. Will, <laughs> it's funny because the is this in your intro oh, is from that's Is cool. This Love?
2: <laughs> but there's also yeah. the is this from the. Bob Marley and Whalers too, right? Because is this love? Is this love? Is this? I I thought you sampled that too.
0: That's for the chance. In the in the, uh, I do believe, I'd have to listen back, but I do, I did put the is this, will in the uh, in the Transformers one. I think. Oh, you know why? Because I still have that extended cut that I haven't. I haven't been able to finish (laughs) the extended will cut. But uh, what's up, Will?
2: How you doing? Oh, <laughs> arthritis, man. I'm arthritis crying.
0: <laughs> what happened? What's going yeah. on? You-
2: we had some heavy labor today. Oh, yeah. We had some heavy labor today. So so I got called back to the building I spent the last eight years working at because the people who now work at that building didn't want to do the work they were asked to do. And they said, well, he knows what's in there better than us. Yeah. They can't. We don't want to move all that stuff, so make Willie go do it. So Willie went and did it. I had some help, though. We had a team. We got it done, but my joints were like, ah, uh, and then some weather rolled in, so I think that's part of it, too. Hey, Noel, I I got both chats open now. No, I got one chat. Big I'm big. trying to do the whole Willie Smith bad trivia master thing where I had all the screens open. like I upgraded yeah. my whole <laughs> setup. And, like, and this, It wasn't for the series? screen, but now I've got like... I got three monitors now, man, and one of them's a forty-two inch TV.
0: Dang! Like, See, that's what I wanted I'm back to do. caving
2: it up for no good reason. Well, <laughs> no well, good reason at good all.
0: Reason. I'm sure you'll find one.
2: Oh, <laughs> the reason is everybody gave me their old monitors. Well, They're <laughs> like, cool. I don't want this here. That's so, cool though. Like,
0: I, I was gonna put um, a, that giant seventy-seven inch monitor above my whole setup which uh i still haven't done yet because reasons <laughs> <laughs> actual reasons but um sorry that you're achy but i don't uh, you know I will oh, no, play achy. That's...
2: <laughs> no that's my normal um but no 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 i'm these earlier show times are killing me man because I, i'm not in a position at work where i can like listen and contribute like i normally would because you, you switch time zones, like, for me, my perfect world is, like, all my friends would be on the West Coast, because when I'm gotcha. off work, everybody's got energy, and they're up, and like, and I'm like, hey, I got people who I can keep up with, and I can, they'll be available at the 9, like, everybody I know is just like, they're done. It's like, they yes. got it, and then my friends on the East Coast, of course, are checking out early, so, unless they're Nighthawks, so, it is what it is, well, but...
0: Well, I tell you, I'm settling into uh, a groove with the shows out here. Um, not quite sure. Like, I tend to try to do it earlier than later, but now is a time that I probably can, you know, hang out sometimes. I'm I'm just – it's just, you know, it's a little hectic right now. There's things all over the place, the schedule. Right, kind of yeah, I can imagine. Stone. So I'm just trying to get shows in there. But we do give you sh- daily shout-outs. I'm like, well, I wonder what will – what would Will do?
2: I usually <laughs> come in late and hear, "Oh, he's gonna come." Like I've listened yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm listening. Like, oh man, that, I had that refutation, but I'm more unreliable than reliable to show up at all at this point because of the scheduling. I mean, well, but I made it today, and it it took an act of of calamity. Like I literally wasn't in the office where we dispatched from all day and everybody was like oh the power went out and sometimes they send people home sometimes they don't. I didn't know they sent people home because they didn't They'll tell us they sent people home so this is the second time because of weather they closed the office and I've come and shown up and the only person there is the security guard and he's like well they sent everybody home. It's like oh yeah. good to know because I wasn't told and now I'm here instead of home. Uh, and mm. but the lights were back on but the elevator was off so I took the stairs up and I was sitting in the office listening to the show and uh, this building one, it used to be the headquarters for the Pentecostal church I think either for oh. the region or for the country it's also where they had their publishing house and we the look. district bought it and turned it into office so it's uh, it's like an office style building that they converted into a school. School district administration center. So, um, you've got these big areas where there are cubicles on the outside, and then you got offices that actually have windows, and then you have the area where we are—that's like in the back of the building—and it's an enclosed office with cubicles in it. So there's no kind of natural light. So when the lights went out while I was in there, this is the first time it ever happened, and I was just like, "Oh wow, this is like total like horror movie darkness." That like, is horror
0: movie darkness. Only but what movie- you don't want. It's the lights to go out on Broadway, said Billy Joel. <laughs> go
2: ahead. You can name as many Billy Joel songs as you want, and I will not get the references.
0: <laughs> you won't, huh? You I didn't would, grow up on Long Island, I, would, I guess.
2: <laughs> I, oh, no. Like, I mean, I'm from St. Louis, and I don't know most of the Chuck Berry songs either, so. Oh. It is what it is. Like, if you were born in a certain time period, you have this certain envelope of cultural references, and... I was born in the heyday of music on cable, so MTV. Like that dictated my cultural references. I'm not yeah. the only one. And we had a good maybe a twenty year run where if you were born anywhere from the late seventies on to the mid nineties, you got exposed to all that stuff. Yes. And then that was Indeed. your frame of reference. And anything that has to do with regional stuff, you may not give a damn about because you had cable. And that was all you needed. (laughs) That's
0: fair. I mean, on Long Island, you just can't escape it. It's inescapable. Billy Joel might even drive his car drunkenly into your doorstep because he's Billy Joel. You know what I mean?
2: I that I I heard a rumor that that's how they celebrate his birthday every year is like you wait for <laughs> Billy Joel to drive into your your fence is that was yes what I was hearing
0: well you you got a you put cream cheese on a bagel you leave it on the porch and you wait for Billy Joel to drive into your your fence this is what he does it every year like on Billy be, Joel's birthday
2: the chances would be higher <laughs> if you like set your fence on fire too
0: yes but he didn't start it. <laughs>
2: Right, that's what you tell no the way. cops when they're doing an accident reconstruction. You're like I didn't start the fire.
0: We <laughs> didn't start the fire. It's always been turned since the world's been turning. Whatever. <laughs> it's uh, yes. You know, it's a it's a point of pride to know every word to that song. I think for Good a long enterprise. <laughs> I know. Like I,
2: it's one of that's a song. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, that's it. That's there's no point to Billy Joel.
2: <laughs> go ahead. I, That song is bigger than Long Island. That's all I was going to say. Because my experience was, when I went to college, I went from a situation where, like, here in this area, uh, because of the de facto segregation, your experience if you live in the suburbs is that if you go to grade school and you're a minority, you will start off as an actual minority. And as you go up in age, then the ratios will change. And by the time you're in middle school the majority will be the minority maybe not to the largest degree depending on what neighborhood you live in and by the time you Mm -hmm. get to high school then you might as well be at a historically black college or university that was my experience there were 400 kids maybe in our high school and we had a sophomore that came to the school from another school in the district and all the kids who were white called him 15 and he didn't know why, and then two weeks later they told him because he was the 15th white kid in the school. Oh. <laughs> His <mind was> wrong <laughs> no. so that was my high school experience. So, for me, like all the stuff that would have been synonymous with pop culture that appealed to the mainstream, it had no appeal to me because everything that I was exposed to was specific to my race, to my region, and to what was being directed towards us. So, um, right, so yeah. So the only things that really maybe penetrated were the things that, like, I could relate to from my earlier childhood. So, like, alternative culture as it got big. I was like, oh, yeah, this stuff is cool. It reminds me of some of the stuff I liked when I was a kid before I was aware of my race um, Mm. and conscious of it. So going to college, I got exposed to what everybody else was into again. So, like, I never watched ABC once Mm -hmm. during my adolescence. Mm -hmm.
0: You never watched ABC? Uh, another another bad creation? You're talking about?
2: TG's. I was just I was biased. It's like no, that ain't, on ain't for the us.
0: Playground. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know.
2: No. <laughs> no. You didn't think the ABC? Uh, I'm talking about um, uh, Full House and all that stuff. And oh, growing yeah. Paint and that ain't. And...
0: Yeah. Not, not, <laughs> not, Mo- not Motown Philly. Motown Philly back again know uh, another voice East Coast command. joint. Yeah, that is. Remember, here's a fun thing. Here's a fun uh, recollection. If you can recall this, do you remember the video for "A Motown Philly back again with the whole thing? Yes, you know, I do. So, in that video, my favorite part is like they said, "Coming soon," because uh, Michael. Bivy oh, you're going exactly <laughs> where I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going. Coming soon, another bad creation, and they show like the kids <sighs> dancing. They're like twelve. They're like eight years old, and they're singing. They're dancing, and like, and then they cut yeah. to sudden impacts, and it's like four white dudes that we never heard from <laughs> we never heard from we do you know th- bad creation had they uh changed hits. the
2: name uh, they changed the name of that group that to was the what 98 the name degrees
0: the lfo no Did they turned to lfo <laughs> originally
2: the, the name of that group was originally white boys with the z
0: oh yeah white yeah. boys to that's what they were called <laughs> white boys <and laughs> it was
2: just white boys <laughs>
0: A, yeah, a I don't think Michael Bivens. Yeah. You don't think Michael Bivens? Oh, go unintended. ahead. Well, no,
2: Penny was just saying. I don't saying, know if uh, you're
0: Penny said, when we're back on 51, I'm sorry, L.I., which stands for Long Island. Uh, it is not <laughs> the Roman numeral. Uh, I am consistently floored by how much Billy Joel gets on radio. Yeah, Billy Joel is every every hour on the hour, I'd say, on all the classic rock stations. No joke. It's just you can't turn that. Interestingly, Penny, in California, you'd be shocked to see how much Eagles, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Van Halen they play, which is every day you will hear Hotel California. Every day you will hear Hotel California in Los Angeles. Like if you were driving down Ventura Freeway, you will hear the song Ventura Highway by America also, (laughs) which is it's just mind-blowing it's mind-bottling you see because you you can't step out when I was first in California the first time I lived there in 2005 I could not go down the street without hearing Danny California by the Red Hot Table being played <laughs> out of every car window it was just Danny California every day um yes and Hotel California is very LA so so they're not playing Chuck Berry every day in St. Louis
2: no um well let's just be honest St. Louis has got a reputation for being pretty racist. And so yes. the classic rock station here Casey 95 Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. A hold
0: on a second. Hold on a second. Is St. Louis in America?
2: <laughs> there are degrees of racism in America.
0: Yes. Just checking.
2: There are just degrees. Checking. And yeah. so St. Louis has a masters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, we had one classic rock station, right? Yeah. But classic rock meant, like, I can tell you, they had a station bumper, and on the station bumper, they had at least five or six artists that they never played. Neil Young, Mm. Crosby, Stills, and Nash. uh, They didn't have any Hendrix on there because they never played Hendrix, ever. Um, Let's see, Thin Lizzy was on there. But I just remember hearing all these cues from songs that were like, I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I would never hear the song on the radio station. I was like, oh, that's weird that I never heard them play these songs. Mm -hmm. But like they had a very curated playlist and like they didn't mess with anything that like ideologically was against what they stood for. So I remember the first Mm -hmm. time I heard Ohio on the radio.
0: Four Dead in Ohio? I
2: was like, wow, that song like, and I was like, wow, this is incredible. It wasn't until college because they they uh, they were, we're uh, they were still Nashville Young
0: by, by way of Neil Young yeah that's a good song
2: yeah but they they were on team Leonard Skinner simple as mm. that so you just you didn't get Neil Young cause... Southern man <laughs> yes southern man um mm. but yeah they didn't mess with Chuck Berry like maybe the oldie stations every now and then would play a Chuck Berry song the only Chuck Berry song i remember hearing on the radio when i was a kid was dingling <laughs>
0: Oh, that yeah. was it. My favorite, and it was my favorite. Uh, my favorite Chuck Berry. Go ahead, go ahead.
2: No, nah, Havana I'm Moon. That's I mean, my favorite good. Chuck
0: Berry song. Oh no, the, you know that song Havana Moon by Chuck Berry. That song is it's cute. It's a cute little song. Havana it. It. Moon. Um, it's it's he's just singing about getting drunk on the beach in Havana, and uh, it's it sounds like a, like a little. It's a cute little song. It's a cute little folk song. Um,
2: I was trying to remember something about Billy Joel that I was going to – relative to Long Island and California. Was it that he married his daughter's friend?
0: Or was it that he – Oh,
2: is that like his third wife?
0: At least. You know, listen. You you, you get married. uh, Here's the thing. I don't understand the fourth marriage. (laughs) Like, so first marriage, okay, could end in tragedy. Second marriage – doesn't work out right third marriage okay i feel like you could stop there but the fourth marriage i'm always i'm like "Ah, listen maybe your life is very different than mine um but then when you get to like the seventh larry king marriage or something like that i I get confused i just i don't understand marriage doesn't mean anything i guess to you at that point Um, i
2: have some logic to that Okay. There's one little bit of logic, and it's a bit of logic. If the person seriously does believe that they cannot have relations with someone unless they're married to them, then marriage is a formality that they're willing to endure.
0: So they got to throw a a party that's tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, just so that they can uh, consummate, (laughs) so they could fornicate, is what we're saying.
2: Interesting. Yeah, that's a simplification, but it's also a good PR move. It's like, oh, you'll be on the entertainment tonight and TMZ. Oh, so and so got married again this weekend, and that means the only press they might get for another five years. Who knows?
0: Interesting. Interesting. I'm cynical. Always. Well, I think you're not cynical. I think you're you're the opposite of cynical. You're more accepting because you explained why seven marriages works. <laughs> you're like, listen, I, I can understand that. Here's why. So you're way more understanding than I think you're cynical. I'm just I'm pragmatic.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're pragmatic. It's, it's pragmatic. <laughs> but St. Louis, yeah, I don't think, think Prague for rocking. my generation. De- <laughs> prag and prog. That should be a genre. There should be like a, a prag rock. It's like half prog and half ragtime. Like Scott Joplin by way of uh, Steve Vai. You know, Steve Vai,
0: it's funny you brought him up because he's also from Long Island. He, uh, he, interestingly, he was taught by Joe Satriani, who was also from Long Island. Uh, which is weird that Joe Satriani is credited as Steve Vai's teacher since Joe Satriani is only really like two years older. But, you know, you know, if he had more wisdom, he bestowed it upon his friend. But Steve Vai is now putting out these videos of him playing this crazy triple neck guitar. Now, it's an electric guitar. The top neck is a 12-string. The second neck is an electric guitar. And the third neck, all from one body, is a bass guitar. And... Um, you know, he's playing each one of them kind of he's like playing a note on this thing and he's playing one of the necks and then he'll play like a chord and then he'll do like a solo and he's like, he's playing all three necks on this guitar. And a friend of mine sent me a video and I was like, Yeah, you know, uh it's impressive to look at, but when I close my eyes, it sounds like garbage. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like So I'm the cynical one. I I close my eyes to listen for the musical part and I don't hear the music in it, but it is impressive. Joe Satriani having only two hands but ha- playing three guitars. Joe Satriani, I mean, sorry, Steve Vai. <laughs> Steve Vai, uh, <laughs> I commend you. Joe Satriani is in Chickenfoot, not all the band, but uh,
2: isn't yeah, one of them yeah. the teacher for Mark Tremonti? Mark Tremonti supposedly learned guitar from one of those two. I forget which.
0: Now, you know what my feeling about Mark Tremonti is, right?
2: Yeah, I do! <laughs> yes, I do. That's that's why I went there. They they have more to be guilty for than the triple neck guitar.
0: <laughs> oh.
2: What is How's it going? Oh, that sounded weird. See, I can't even hear it. I, I just have to assume you're playing with arms wide open because I can't hear anything from the guitar. Oh. What's
0: it? I, I, my brain won't allow me to remember how to play this song by Creed. But Mark Tremonti is the guitar player for Creed. Now, whether or not you like the band, um you should probably not like them because they're not good. But that's just my suggestion. <laughs> uh, you can do what you could do you, you could do whatever you like in your life, but uh here's why I don't like them. I don't like Creed because when I hear them, uh, my ears hurt. So that's not the only reason. Musically, Mark Tremonti a lot of people give him credit for his guitar playing. And and I've listened to his guitar playing. Um, let me see if I can... There he is. Uh, yeah. Ah, I almost got it. I can't remember it. wide open. That's it, but I'm playing Will if you can't hear it.
2: Okay. Well, you keep on playing it and I'll keep on being happy over here that it cuts it out when you play it (laughs) because I don't like that sound. But you know what? I'm gonna give them credit for two things. We're right
0: over Okay, go ahead. Oh crap. Oh you got an emergency alert. Yeah what's going on? Yes I
2: did. Uh tornado a,
0: a Bronco. Uh oh Ladies and gentlemen, Will is in the eye of the storm right now. Watch out, Will. Are you?
2: Listen. We got a the guest on the Good show. Good golly. Okay, Google, I got it. Hey,
0: Will, are you in the basement? Yes. Good.
2: Nope, <laughs> the air rain tires just clicked on too. <laughs> this is going to oh. get interesting.
0: Good golly! Live on the air. Uh, Will might come yes. to us from oh, somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> Please stay <laughs> safe, Will. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, this. Yeah, wow. Well,
2: regional stuff. I hope, uh, I hope I'm going to see what the actual it. local weather say. Mm. Um, don't worry about me. It, it's rush hour here, so there are a lot of people actually out on the highways and on the roads.
0: Wow! All
2: right, I'm well, looking. All right.
0: Well, well, be safe, stay safe. Uh, don't don't get swept up. That's that's crazy. Oh boy. You know, I was talking about the trivialness of me not liking Mark Tremonti, and you've got a tornado coming at you. That's a little bit more serious.
2: Uh, I was just about to say something flattering to about Creed, and maybe that's what I get. <laughs>
0: Joe Joe reminds us uh, we might end up having another sad story. So you got to stay safe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stay safe. Please. Hey Joe, look, man, Joe, don't go there, dude. Knock on some wood or something. Yeah.
0: Bro. There you go. See, superstition, <laughs> it works every time. What's um,
2: funky is I'm. I still want to say the nice thing about Creed. <laughs> this has not deterred me from saying something nice about Creed.
0: <laughs> He's getting swept up in a hurricane. You're like Kevin Costner in The Man of Steel. Oh, Creed is not that bad. And then he flies up into the. <laughs> <laughs> the tornado. Oh, good god!
2: That is talk about single moments that made people just lose all that, hope of being. But that's why super. That's
0: why Clark. By the way, that's why Clark didn't save uh, Kevin Costner in that moment. <laughs> just just FYI, Clark said, "Hang on a second, Mark Tremonti is just a cheap knockoff." Uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, not to make light. All
2: right, uh, but. Right. Yeah, I mean, Man of Steel deserves it because, yeah, that, that moment was horrible. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I literally was like, I became a hashtag, what the fuck? Ooh, I didn't mean to say yeah. that. I meant to say WTF. am so sorry.
0: WTF. <laughs> That's all right.
2: Yes. Like,
0: Nobody's regulating. The FCC like, has no control over me. Go, go ahead.
2: Yeah. All right. But so, to their credit, that song that they did for the Scream Whatever sequel soundtrack, What If, is like a really good Stone Temple Pilot song. <laughs> so they did a really oh, good yeah. Stone Temple Pilot song with the name Cream. Creed on it. And then that title track from their first album, the one that was the first song on the theirs I knew that blew up. Is a really good ripoff of a great Sunny Day Real Estate song. So those are my two compliments. They ripped off circle in circles from Sunny Day Real Estate oh, for the main riff good... to their song "My Own Prison." Oh, that's really unfortunate because
0: Sunny Day Real Estate is a superior band. To uh, oh Korea.
2: yeah,
0: hmm,
2: they waited about three years three or four years and they said oh yeah let's take that main riff That I'm probably doing the wrong key but that main riff that drives the song that's the same riff they totally lifted it because I was like man why does this sound so familiar but uh at least well, they have good taste and stuff to steal
0: the the reason fundamentally that I don't appreciate mark germani's guitar playing i mean i could say because it, it sucks but it doesn't technically suck like technically he's pushing all the buttons and hitting all the strings in time but for some reason for me personally his music sounds like it's paint by numbers for so if, <laughs> i mean i think that that's self-explanatory you know you see a painting that came from the mind of someone or, or was a rendering of, of something in nature. But then Mark Germani looks like he used watercolors or like he used, you know, crayons to paint by number. Like it just sounds facile. Technical. That's
2: it's just, it's the, the, yeah. the definition of technical playing. It's technical. He's doing the things.
0: Yeah. And, and, but, but emotionally, like connecting wise, it's almost like he he doesn't play by feel. That's the thing. I think that's the thing that really, can like, I can disconnect with is, uh, or I can't connect with his guitar playing, because it doesn't sound like he's playing by feel. He's playing by pure brain. Like, he's just, my finger goes here, my finger goes there. And this is an indescribable thing. Hey, Bloom uh, de Domino. Thank you for being here. Hello. Feel free to... uh Follow on Twitch and and do all of those things. Or if you have a request, let me play. Uh, Can you play a song Ichiban by uh, uh, Taka Romano by Lisa? You know, I'll learn that for the next show. How about that? I would love to play that song. However, I don't know it. So (laughs) I I haven't heard of it. Mm. Um, So if we can remember Taka Romano by Lisa, come back tomorrow and we will play Ichiban for you. Uh, I wonder, is that Lisa
2: from... Pink, Black Pink, is that the Lisa that he's referring to? I wonder. I
0: wonder. I wonder. I'm, I'm going and to let Google us know it your now. Opinion on Mark Tremonti from Creed because uh...
2: I can't remember. The point. Here's here's Tremonti in a nutshell. This is what I always remember when I think of Mark Tremonti. I think it was the video for either, whatever the video was for this. Uh, they have a video where there's all this rain and it ta- causes this big flood and there's all these natural disasters and during that video Mark Tremonti is like playing while it's flooding and he's getting soaked and like he does a power chord or something on the neck of his guitar and the neck breaks and he's like Aah! you know what I'm
3: talking about? That? <laughs> you yeah.
2: that's Mark Tremonti He's yeah, such a great player. He will break the neck of the guitar with his chord fingers.
0: All right. Well, you know, if you like him, then you like him. That's fine. I'm not going to bash him, but I will I will demonstrate the difference between his playing and what I would want to hear. So his playing is more like... Uh, it's like... That's how, what I hear when I hear him playing. But I would play that, like... Like, feel it. You gotta feel it. You gotta, like, be hearing what you're playing, not just putting your fingers in the places and hitting the strings. You gotta feel what you're playing so that's the difference that's the difference for me because like I can't I don't like to just put my fingers in the places and and just intellectualize the part I'd rather feel the part and even if I messed up like I did a couple times there it just you play into the mess up
2: yeah yeah. I mean if a piece of music is I don't want to use the word good but that's the best word I can think of good enough or if it if it works, regardless of how well you play it, it it's going to have it in it. Like, Because when I was just thinking of parts, right, and I was like, what's something that sounds like people have feel when they're playing it? And the first thing that came to mind was Superstition by Stevie Wonder, the guitar part oh, on yeah. there. It's just, it, you can't play it without feeling it. Like... It's yeah. not gonna sound like superstition.
0: Yes, exactly. And it's I'm all like, feel. It's a perfect storm, a funk.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's I just. It. It's all on three and five. That's what I remember on the E and the A. It's, it's mostly all. On, it's like a pentatonic box, and I put the pattern. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, it's just it's very simple, but it's it's all feel. I I, I'd have to be jamming with a drummer to kind of like lay into that.
2: Yeah, but that's one. And then I was like, all right, so what's a ballad that's like all feel and you can sense it when you hear it, so that just melodically pulls you in? And the first thing that came to mind was Little Wing. So of course, I came up with two songs that Stevie Ray Vaughan <laughs> covered. Yes, and I don't like his covers. <laughs>
0: I was pretty, pretty damn pretty damn good yeah, he right? was. He, you know
2: yeah I realized yeah. why he was so famous though because I I just wasn't feeling them really mm-hmm. Um, and it was because I mean I like the original versions of those songs and the blues stuff he did I wasn't really as much into but then I actually saw footage of him playing and so I've seen
0: footage I've seen footage that's a song <laughs> by uh, what's that, uh, uh, oh I had it I lost it but they're a good band Go
2: ahead. Uh but he, he 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 also did all the tricks. So he played yes. over his head, behind his back and all that stuff too, so that it when you see somebody doing that while they're playing a technical part or a really cool part or a part that has a lot of feel that you know, that elevates them but you know, I hadn't seen that. So I was just like, Oh, that's why it's so cool that he's playing this trick that I am like, eh, yeah. this is kind of I don't feel but like and his he, covers he, were solid. Is, solid.
0: Yeah. And he had like really thick strings on his guitar and it be real like. Yeah. To get that tone. That's the one he's, thing
2: he's about just... the blues,
0: Yeah. He was, he was, he was, he had some strong fingers. That guy, <laughs> he was really, really strong. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, tragic tragedy speaking of tragedy yeah, yeah that guy died in a tragedy he died in a plane crash which is horrible um
2: helicopter crash
0: helicopter that's right they're
2: you know, he... on their way here or from here it was in route to or from st louis
0: oh horrible and you know it's crazy because uh, he had cleaned up. He was clean and sober, and he was going out on the road spreading the word. Hey, be clean and sober! I almost died forty times, and then he died in a helicopter crash, which was just, just uh, horrible. Because he was probably the greatest living. Um, well, I don't know about the great. Because you got like Michael Cray, and you got. Uh, um, there was some other really good blues guitar players around, but you yeah, know, him was, and their
2: buddy guy was still around. They buddy had, guy, buddy this Buddy, what did I say? That's the buddy guy that's buddy. <laughs> No, you said buddy,
0: buddy guy. guy Buddy Guy was the there's guy. There's a jam
2: sure. session with all of them. All of them together. Yeah. Uh Mike Cray, uh Buddy Guy, Steve Ray Vaughn, and there are like three or four other people who were considered on that caliber. And there's a jam session yeah. that they all had together that they videoed for something. Um mm-hmm. and I've seen it. It's been a while. It's from like eighty 889 or something. It might have been for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something related to it. But it's like, oh yeah, these are the guys. This is why they are so revered by their peers. Hmm. It's like, okay.
0: Yeah, I grew up on all that stuff because I I had my blues phase for a minute. (laughs) I was was bluesing it out. Um, um, So, like, I was definitely... Yeah, into those guys for a minute but then it never really like took to it never really fully took to it but um, yeah Buddy Guy is the guy is the guy who was in the Foo Fighters documentary when he says looking for uh, looking for a diamond, I found a quarter that's that's my favorite lyric on that Foo Fighters album and it was the album that Dave Grohl wrote all of the lyrics in one day after hanging out in a city or hanging out with uh, musicians from that oh uh, yeah,
2: it's not coast to coast it's Highways it's something it's, uh, that something high Yeah, that yeah. that's, that's all right. Uh I own it too. I was like I wasn't excited to buy it, but I own it. Um uh, <laughs> too honest there, I guess. Uh
0: yeah, like he um that was a that was a my favorite lyric. There, there, hit lost highways, hidden highways. I don't know you guys out there might know this, but
2: sonic highways, sonic, sonic highways. highways. It took sonic me Google. There you it. go,
0: Penny got it. Penny, Penny, rang in first, and she got it. She probably got it for uh, about the time before we got it, temporarily, in the sense that there is a delay. So, <laughs> so yes. Uh, next, uh, choose your next category. Um, Anyway. Penny got it. Sonic Highways, that was a that was a good one. And uh, yeah, I did like that that line that just came out of Buddy Guy's. He's like, look for a dime, we found a quarter. <laughs> and then that So we kind of came full
2: down. circle on that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead.
0: No, we came for, for full circle on the... The regional yeah. acts,
2: because the whole thing yeah. of that album was him trying to celebrate the people of that particular region and the music that came from that region. So yeah. if he'd have come to Long Island, <laughs> you'd have got yes, a Billy exactly. Joel song with girl. Oh, and he would have
0: talked to Billy Joel, and Billy Joel would have talked to him like this. I'm just a guy from Long Island. It's not like I've been a rich uh, celebrity, talented musician since I was about 18 years old. But, you know, I'm just a guy from Long Island. I'm just a schmo, you know what I mean? I just play Madison Square Garden every month and get paid a million dollars every month. But I'm just a guy from Long Island. I'm just a caveman um that's that's basically billy joel his whole attitude or his his character that listen billy joel has written some incredible music uh, and i can't deny that it's it's classic he's got some really interesting tunes he sings about all different aspects of life which is fa- fantastic he's got um, he's, got all, he's got a whole catalog of songs, and just don't listen to River of Dreams. It's terrible. But also, I'm just saying, The River of Dreams and The Bridge are bad albums. You can throw them in the garbage. Okay, what what I'm really saying is Billy Joel, you've been rich and famous since you were a kid. Stop acting like you're every man. Okay. Uh, I've got one, one of my
2: mini screens open, and I see something else that we started to talk about that we moved on from. What's that? And that is. When I googled the the, the Michael Bivens-produced uh, Caucasian band,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: the four first hits were actually from the last 12 months. Really? So, like, other people <laughs> aren't like, interested in this man.
0: 30 years old. So, in.
2: like, alright. So, here are the titles. And the fourth one is the Wikipedia. But one is from October of last year. The next... The next big boy band that vanished without a trace. Um, the Sudden, next one is from Sudden. January of 2022, so this was four months ago. Mystery of mystery, I can't. Mystery of missing 90s Boys band. Sudden impact finally solved.
0: <laughs> they were hidden under. So, they were up the wazoo this whole time. No, they found. Yeah, so they they the first one the is from the
2: Daily Beast, and the second one is from Yahoo. So these are you know national these are like these aren't blogs That's these are funny. actual websites that do covers I haven't clicked on the them yet but s-
0: suddenly the zeitgeist started rim- trying to remember wait remember Sudden Impact is anybody what happened to Sudden Impact did they get into the car with Marty McFly and go to the future or something because nobody <laughs> what song is this can you hear this Will I don't know if you can hear... you probably can't hear this because the noise cancellation factor but uh...
2: yeah, I'll turn my phone up and give my mic so that I can hear it on up.
0: I've got to run actually. I've, I, uh, yeah, I should probably leave soon. <laughs> I should physically leave this premises, uh, um, on account of uh, having another. Can you hear it? Oh, I can hear it back.
2: Was that Ben caught stealing?
0: It was Ben caught stealing. Yes, you win the prize. <laughs> Circle gets a square.
2: Yeah, you just had to wait 30 seconds for me to hear it on
0: YouTube. <laughs>
2: like space program but you got to get out of here thanks for having me thanks um, for staying on late enough where i could actually hop on
0: well you're always welcome thank you for being here please stay safe stay in the bunker hunker down and uh so we'll I, see you i'm soon watching later. the radar Watch if the you radar. don't hear
2: from me you know that i'm in oz
0: you're in oz let us know uh about the man behind the curtain also um you know Try to land your house on the correct witch this time. All right? So, so I'll see you. I'll see ya. All <laughs> right. Guys. All right. Cheers, everybody. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Your bro, we're the fro. You know? And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Is it over here? Where is it? Over, is it? I can't find it anywhere. Where... where? We're